there is no other god. Satan killed him. Each man creates his own god for himself. His own heaven, his own hell. Let me see your face. Your hell, Prince Prospero, and the moment of your death. No. No! No! Welcome back to the Macabre Sort. I'm Tony Garcia. I'm Taylor Hocus. <laughs> I was I was so caught off guard. And this week we're watching more, more of Vincent Price. Price. Yeah. You see that we finish each like, other's sentences like and that's twinsies. why we should date one day. Twinsies. <laughs> and today we're watching the Mask of Red Death, and it it's it's part of a uh, Corman um. Roger part, part of Roger Corman's like films on Poe. This is weird. I've always thought like Poe would be like horror's answer to what Shakespeare is the drama, but maybe not. Maybe that's overstating Poe's relevancy as a poet. Nah. No. Nah. I think it's however the the director interprets it. Maybe I think Lovecraft is more. Would be a more would be more. You can try and watch some of his films, or not his films, but adaptations from his books. I feel like we will one day. I don't know a if they're po, good though. A Poe month. I feel like what they'll do in the HP like series will have a bunch of CGI. Oh, are you talking about Lovecraft or Poe? Lovecraft, no. Oh yeah. Like I, I feel like his monsters would be all freaking. I feel like I feel like the only one that would be good is the animator, because that was actually very grounded. For Lovecraft, they're remaking that. Are they really? Yeah, sounds exciting. Oh, they don't use shitty CGI effects. When I when I say shitty CGI effects, I mean I'm totally open to CGI effects as long as they're not bad. Yeah, because that one knew like CGI was getting used when that reanimator was being made, but they knew like okay, this isn't good enough to to adapt into this film. We need to go with prosthetics if we want to scare somebody. And they did, and it was good. But we're watching The Masquerade Death, which is uh, Roger Corman's interpretation of Edgar Allan Poe's story starring Vincent Price. And You can pull off a dick. What? You can pull off being a dick. Price? Oh, yeah. I like it. He plays Prince Prospero. Yeah. Who is, like, basically a Satanist who falls in love Okay, what happens is there's this plague, and this this prince is uh, basically torturing the townspeople by burning down their village, justifying it to say, like, oh, well... Well, actually, no, he doesn't even try to justify it. He's like, well, shit, we gotta burn it down to protect people, and you guys are a liability, so I don't really feel guilty because I'm a Satanist, so... Yeah, and it's like, not even to protect people, just to protect all the rich. Oh, yeah, protect himself. Yeah. And he steals, like, this one really hot chick. Yeah, yeah but in the book, doesn't, like... Don't they just start out straight in the castle and they stay throughout the book? I don't remember. Because I think that's what they do. I think that Roger Corman added this part. I Did think, he? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that... 
Prospero never went to the village. I remember when I read up on this movie, there was a lot of talk about like how how Corman took a lot of um, freedoms with interpreting the screenplay. See, that's what I think he did with a lot of Poe's films in his series of like Poe adaptations. Yeah. is that he took a little free reign from it, which is cool. In this yeah. fact that he's trying to come out with his own fucking interpretation, well, but sometimes it makes it cheesy as fuck. Yeah, I feel like it's really hard to like book to movie adaptations are almost impossible to keep one hundred percent straight because. Book language and film language are so different that it's really hard to just take from paper and adapt to film. Yeah, because you can't really do that because the language needs to, the language is interpreted by the audience in different ways based on the medium. That's why there will never be like a hundred percent accurate book to movie adaptation. I feel like comic books have a better time being adapted into movies than written books because they actually have they comic books actually use film language in their panels sometimes yeah so i feel like and it appeals more chance. to like everyone you know whereas books might not in their language you know what i mean oh yeah like yeah like yeah. that's why i think it's easier for comic i feel like i need to go like this what talk about what i mean when i say language yeah. But I don't know if I want to go that deep into that rabbit hole. We won't. <laughs> okay. Everyone will get tongue or brain tied. Brain like tongue tied, but it'd be brain tied. And then the brain gets all fucking loopy looped because it's like, yo, we'll be thinking, you know? But like, Mask of Red Death and shit, you know? Yeah. Are really good examples of the B movies. B, B movies? Yeah, B movies. Oh, yeah, especially like, with the acting yeah, and the yeah. overacting. Shows a lot. Like, okay, like, we haven't talked about this before, but, like, Vincent Price was in, uh, we kind of touched on it, but Vincent Price was in a lot of, like, really important films of his time. Like, he was in The Ten Commandments, which is probably one of the most important films of oh all God, time. He played Caesar, I think, too. Yeah, he, he was in, yeah, he was in dude, Caesar, too. Dude, I watched that in German class. Oh, my God. I was like, for Vince Price, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. like, it wasn't German class, I found out. It wasn't my class. It was some other language class. Like, I think it was French. And they're all looking at me like, I was like, I'm sorry. Wait, were you in the wrong class? It was like an ITV class since they didn't have it on in school. You know, like, I had to do German on TV. So it was awkward because I thought that that was Isn't my class. Isn't in high school, right? Yeah. I thought that was my class, though. But it was French class. And they're like, what the fuck? Wait, so you just went into the wrong classroom? No, nah, the... You stay in the classroom, but on the ITV, it switches over throughout, like, different schools in the state. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And so I was in, like, some other class. Well, their screen was on from the previous period doing French. I was like, oh, fuck. This is in German, you know? So I got yelled at by their teacher. I'm like, what can you really do? You're on a TV. <laughs> and I'm right here, you know? Like, it was like a two-hour drive, I think. It was hilarious. I like it. But he played a good Julius Caesar, dude. <laughs> but in this, he played Prince Prospero, who's um, a Satanist. And what he does with this, like, chick he brings home from the village, he basically tries to convert... No, he doesn't try to convert her to Satanism. No. Nah. He's, he's just he's infatuated to, with her, kind of. And he's trying to make her question her own God, too. Yeah. Basically. And then she kind of falls in love with him. Yeah, it's really Which is weird. weird. Like, that love that, like, scenario is... It kind of it was fast. Me. I was like, "What the fuck happened?" I know he has like a uh, a girl he's already gonna marry, but she dies, I think, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. But that cool fucking black raven, like, ah! yeah, yeah. That's foreshadowing to the raven, I guess. 
You could have watched both of them films. I guess. Really? Yeah. Fuck no. I was kidding. Oh, I thought you meant It's like... just the Black Raven, you know? It's like oh. the Raven to the Raven, get it? Like that Raven came into the Mask of Red Death, lived, then became the story of the Raven, <laughs> and then you got fucking Prince Prospero who came back from the dead and becomes... Everyone knows that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you just dude, everyone's a lot probably of thinking like... Everyone's really like, dude, that makes so much sense. Like right now they're thinking... So it. much sense. It's right totally... now they're thinking it. They totally know what they're I'm talking, talking about. talking in the future basically right now. You know that? Yeah. That's cool. This is dope. Because it comes out tomorrow. Stop. Um, what? <laughs> um, uh, uh. What was I going to say? <sighs> Likes of the film? Just kidding. No, okay. What I like from the film? Oh, wait, we're actually doing likes? Okay. Wait, no, okay. What, you, what did you want to talk no, about? No, I was, I was, I thought, I was, was trying I still to finish summarizing your sentence. It? Was he still summarizing it? I don't I know. I think so. Okay. We're just talking about his Satanism now. Yeah, he's like an avid Satanist. Nah, he's really into that, dude. Yeah. He's like, like, that's how he, that's why he falls in love with, like, the chick. It's because she's, oh my God. She won't compromise on her faith. Even, like, in spite of all, like, Everything. He's like, oh, I love you. I think that's what turns him on to her. Yeah. Like, he's like, dude, you're not, like, fucking bowing down to what I believe. That's cool. Yeah. I like you. But I don't get why that, why she ever liked him, though. I just don't. He, like, he, he tortures her father and her lover. Maybe it's a ritual type thing where she got, like, you know, hypnotized into it. That's when Biggie starts playing, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sicker than you. Yeah, that. <laughs> and then, like, what's also weird is that, like, he's kind of, he's kind of chill for an asshole too. He, that's what I like about it, dude. Is Vincent Price? He's Fosbro. Yeah, dude. It's like, like Vincent Price covering an asshole just makes it more assholeish because he's so nice. Yeah, because there's this part where, like, um, during the mask, this this one dude plans to what's what it's looked at is this one dude is planning to um pull a prank on people by having another dude dressed up in an ape suit (laughs) so he runs around like picking up girls and stuff and then like the dude like ties him up to a chandelier and raises him up and everyone's laughing like it's a little joke and him too for a couple minutes and then well no because he's just nuts at this point yeah and he throws like oil on the dude and starts him on fire because apparently that dude did something to his sister or some shit. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I think his sister got turned into a little girl. Turned into a little girl? Yeah, it was. I thought it was just some random little girl from the village. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know. I just assumed that she was turned into watch. a little kid. I feel, like I, I feel like I actually need to sit down and watch films. Because I'm still like multitasking when I watch movies for this. Well, this one I had to multitask. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, I the film was all, all right to me, but it wasn't like woo, yeah. you know. Like, I literally was doing other shit. Yeah, but anyways, after like the dude dies from being put on fire, that's Prospero is basically like uh, award him for giving us such good entertainment. I was like, whoa, like, coins. That dude was like a was part great. of your court or some shit. Like, I, I like, like him. <laughs> that was weird. That was badass. Prospero didn't give a fuck. He's like, yo, kill it. Like, everyone besides these people. Dude, I just figured it out. Prospero was just killing people so he could get in the leagues with Satan. Yeah. 
What? Didn't even have to watch the movie to figure that out. You did watch the movie though. I didn't. You... Oh my god! I'm like... just kidding, dude. I watched. You would get hated if we would start hating <laughs> on this film, and like we were like, "Oh, you don't fucking like the film because he's." Just... I read the book. <laughs> just kidding. I read the book while trying to watch the movie. I couldn't keep up though. Are you serious? I tried. Sounds hard. It was. I need all my. I got three pages book. in. <laughs> And then I started watching the movie, and then I got another three pages in. I made it like equivalent of ten pages. But okay, who like he does all this like basically tortures everybody for Satan. Then when he pulls like then like during so he plans to have a masquerade and he plans it to be like this big sacrifice to Satan. So it seems like yeah, yeah. And then like he demands no one dresses in red because of the red death. Which is basically like a plague. Yeah. And then someone dresses in red, so he like follows him and is like, oh, where where is he going? And then um then when they find him, he he's like, Oh shit, it's Saiyan. Saiyan who's come. Then all of a sudden like Saiyan like runs through the ballroom and everyone comes down with well, I guess it's not Saiyan. Yeah, everyone finds that out later. Yeah, but like this dude runs through the ballroom giving everyone the red death and they still dance. It's actually like dance of death. Yeah, it's actually kind of visually cool when they're all it like is. surrounding him and like they all try to grab at him and stuff. That's cool. That and reminded then, me of like choreographed plays, you know, like oh yeah, dance plays. That's what was cool. And they all just like fall down slowly. It was beautiful. Oh yeah, it's actually pretty. It was visually striking to me for that time. I feel like Roger Corman like took out the metaphor or the hidden meaning behind this. Like, he lost the meaning behind what Poe's story made, you know? Okay, so straight up, I've never read the Poe story, The Mask of Red Death. Were you in Mr. D's class? I was, but I didn't read it. Oh, I thought we read it. You didn't read it as a class? We did, but I didn't oh, read okay. it. Okay. I was going to say, like... <laughs> I was in your class, he... I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah. Dude, he came up with... He said some really cool shit that day. Other days, was... he was just busy freaking out on us, but that day, he came up with some cool shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, damn, dude. I feel like I remember that day. It was the same day, like, he started going off on, uh... Yeah, because he had Bush, Hillary, Oprah, and, like, Axl Rose all on the fucking whiteboard telling us, like, yo, these are the... Let's say that these people are in the fucking castle, you know? And then he gave us, uh, fucking the hidden meaning behind it. Now I can't remember it. What was the hidden meaning? I can't remember it now. But I feel like it had to do with Prince Prospero and the death. Which Roger Corman did write with the fact that it's just resembling himself or whatever, you know? Yeah, when he took out the mask and it was... He took out the mask and it was Vincent Price underneath the mask. Yeah. So, like... like And he he alludes, I'm not... Like, after Vincent Price tries to talk about, like, oh, how much he loves Satan and everything, and how he, like, done so much to please him, the dude just turns around like, I'm not your Satan, I'm not your God. And also, like, he takes out the mask, and I think it's, like, an image of how... I think it's, like, a statement on how we project ourselves into our religion, into our beliefs... And how, like, what we see and what we, like, we, I forgot where else I watched this from, but, like, our images of ourselves, like, our religion and everything is based off of what an ideal version of who we should be is. So that's why when Vincent Price took out the mask, it was just Vincent Price underneath the mask. Like, it was the same, Vincent Price played yeah, yeah. both the Red Death and everything. He's like, I'm your god. I, the reason why I look at you and you also see me as your god is because you don't want be, is because you're taking what how you see the ideal of yourself and putting it into your god. So 
what you're basically saying it what you're basically doing is trying to glorify yourself and who you are by attaining to this ideology. I can see that. Maybe it. that's what I said that day. <laughs> Have you seen that? Idiot's Guide to Ideology? No. It, 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 it's a good film. But, like, okay. I guess I can, like, Wait, talk about that. What's it called again? Idiot's Guide to Ideology. Oh, no. The Pervert's Guide to Ideology. Okay, now we got it. And, like, he also talks on this. It's like He talks about, like, how only through Christianity can you become a true atheist because one of the tenets of Christianity is that after Jesus dies, you are freed from sin. So he goes, even atheists, even like people who are devout atheists, have a strict, uh, have a moral code. They have a moral code that they that they're strict to, out of the basis of of um, out of out of the basis of co-inhabitants and everything. But only through um, Christianity, where you can abandon your morals and still believe you are forgiven for them can you only be a true atheist so that's the only point where you can like be free from ideology because you drop all of your morals and everything and you are not so guilty about it because you know because you believe you'll be forgiven at the end that's the only way you can be a true atheist i was like oh that makes sense because even i as an atheist have a moral code and i guess like if i the reason like i don't believe i'll be punished if i don't go against it but i believe there will be i haven't I have empathy, and so I don't want other people to be punished for it. But, like, I think, like, that plays into how um, Price, or Prospero, his, who he thinks Satan is, and how, who he thinks Satan is, um, ideology is, is how he just wants to act. And how he wants to treat people. So he says he's doing it as justified by his God, so he can feel noble about it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, good. Unless oh. you were going to talk about it. Just no. Don't ever pause like that again. Holy shit. Unless you were just staring at me. Like, I'm uncomfortable now. Stop. No, yeah, I can see that. God damn it, now I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Do your thing. Did I go too far? No, it's not yours. I was going to say something... I, I don't, or, yeah, basically he wants to be in league with Satan. Yeah. And he, that's why he does the shit that he does. But, like, when he takes off the mask, he's basically saying, like, oh, you don't want to really be in league with Satan. It's that your God is who you, who who your, um, is the ideal version of you, who you see yourself as. So that's who Satan is. Who you think is Satan is who you subconsciously think is the best version of yourself. So when um, no, I get what you're saying. I'm trying to think of where I actually read this or saw this in a movie or something. It's like people like. It's not that God made man. It, like this is more of like a nihilist. No, it's a nihilist. A niche. A niche. I don't know which philosopher said this, but it's like. God didn't make man man and God's image. Man made God and man's image. That was niche. It wasn't niche. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it was in that book, God something. Yeah, uh, and that's what um where where Prospero, that's like the ideology that uh Prospero and his God comes from. And he's basically saying that Prospero is a selfish asshole. Yeah. On top of that, 
I feel like there's another meaning too, but I can't think of it off the bat. I, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to remember what Mr. D said about. Yeah, no, this, like I know that rose. he said that it had to do something with society in a whole. Yeah. Like, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. Was this something about classism? Yeah, there you go. Zay, if you know what it is in classism, fucking bring it up in like a message to us. I feel really dumb that I can't remember this right now. I feel like yeah, Dude, that feel, was all the way in the eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I feel like there's some messages of classism. Yeah. Like I can't remember what the message was. Cause I know that Poe was pissed about classism back then. Oh yeah. He was really fucking. He was heated. Like he's like, you know, fuck you, go in a corner, jerk off, and hate yourself. But, you know. But, but he was saying that to the higher up. You know the higher oh, yeah. class. He did say. He, he hated them bitches. Okay, he didn't say what I said exactly. No, but he no, said I mean, stuff like, that he was the equivalent said, like, to stuff it. like inflammatory. Like yeah, dude, he's, he was pissed. He was, yeah, he was not like a very uh, he's not a very tamed educator. He was badass though. He died yeah, on a like, park bench. Not many people can do that. He got a what? He died on a park bench. Sitting on a park bench. Who died on a park bench? Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's badass. Sitting on a park bench. Still pissed that beat Metallica. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, this movie. Uh, bad things about it. What was the ending? I I I don't get why you're mad about the ending. I didn't, dude. I still think that there was supposed to only be four fucking people, things. <laughs> That's the weird thing. Not fucking seven. Oh shit, the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Figured it out now. Yeah. Because they portrayed all of them. That's what Mister D was talking about with classism and fucking the seven deadly sins. Son of a bitch. We don't need that message anymore. Thank you. Oh, dude, I feel good now. The ending was badass. I retract. My issues with it? Dude, the colors. The colors were so not in scheme. Wait, what do you mean the colors? I just didn't think that they went well with each other. Wait, what color? Oh, of the ending? Of the seven sins. Oh, okay. I didn't really have an issue with that. I did. <laughs> They two different colored yellows, but every other color was a different hue. Really? Yeah, one was marigold and one was, like, yellow. Pissed me off. <laughs> it did. My issues is that some of the sets, like, the visual designs were, like, really cheap. Dude, but the fucking ballroom was fucking amazing. Ballroom was that great. was amazing. But... I miss that we did that in movies. I feel like that's where they spent the majority of everything. Because the village straight up looked like... <laughs> <laughs> the village... I, I've seen college plays with better production sets than that village. That was fucking cool, dude. That it was, was so, laughing so hard. It was so teeny and everything. Like, what, the, what kind of set did you rent out for that village? Like, I see, like, just a black backdrop with, like, some trees. Oh, dude. And it's, like, three. It's, it looked like three buildings at the most. Yeah. It's, like, And you have, like, a crowd of people. It's like, are you, is, that, is that really a, a village, as you say? Or is it, like... A, what is that? Yeah, I did like visually prepare myself once I saw that. Like I was like, was like oh, okay, fuck. so what I'm thinking is that they're standing in at the edge of the fucking village, right? And the rest of the village is behind them, you know, like where the camera is sitting mm-hmm. and facing. Well, behind the camera would be the rest of the village. That's what I had to think. I was like, I'll just think that there's a village behind. Oh, there, you had like, to like other fucking. I had to imagine the, all that being there. See, that, that's. Oh. I feel like I, I might be like lazy. I feel like that should be the movie's job for me. It's to convince me that there's a bigger village outside of it than, than me forcing myself to be convinced. Yeah, I could see that. a bigger village. And I feel like this movie wanted to switch between a play 
in an actual film. Yeah. You know, like like you said, with the village, it was minimalist or whatever. Like, didn't have that much, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that was the parts where we were supposed to pretend like it was a play, which brought up the dancing in the actual ballroom, which would be kind of play-esque, like, more in tune with plays, you mm-hmm. know, than a film. And that when we got the film, it was the film inside the fucking ballroom or the little uh, rooms. Yeah. Inside the palace or... Like, another issue I have with this movie is that, like, one of the main tenets of, like, filmmaking is show, don't tell. Because oh. it's, it's the visual medium. Like, Fuck yeah. like, this was so language-heavy. Like, they spent so much time talking about their religion and everything that they rarely really... Sh- they only had moments where they actually showed how devoted they were as what they said they were. Like, you only knew that um, Francesca was a Christian by how much she talked about how much she was a Christian she was. There was never at one point where you saw her help, like, a little kid. Um, I guess she wore a cross throughout the entire thing. But you never actually showed, like, how devoted she was as a Christian. Except for him being like, oh, yeah, do this. Renounce your Christianity. And she's like, no. I'm like, okay. And then she tried showing her Christianity by saving her brother and dad in the dungeon. Oh, yeah, that's true. She tried sneaking off and stuff. To get the uh, them free, and what was cool though was that Prospero's like kill them all, but not the kid. You know, I was like, damn, dude, that's noble. Yeah, that kid. Fuck all them oldies. That was the kid that survived. Yeah, fuck all them oldies. Save that one. You know, and then the faces when they got shot by the arrows were kind of delayed, so it was kind of funny. I laughed <laughs> at that part. That was great. I I. Give an applaud. That wasn't after they. That wasn't after they escaped. Remember, he just let her go after. I mean, he just let the brother and father go. Oh no, I was just saying things that commented her Christianity thing, like where she wasn't even. She wasn't even aware of that though. Those people dying. Remember? Oh yeah, but then I skipped over to. uh, I'm sorry, I'm random and just my brain switches like (laughs) different TV screens, you know. Like, then I got jumped on the pace of uh, Prospero being really nice to the kid, which is weird. The Satanists have that in their code. Be nice to little children. That's why I think of Prospero is LaVey, who started the Church of Satan. Anton LaVey? Yeah, dude. Yeah. He reminds me of him, you know? I bet Price what? and him were buddies. Are you fun if they were? Right? But I don't get why it has such a low score. It's on, like, on um, Rotten Tomatoes, it has, like, a 70. It has a 60. Yeah. I feel like a 70 is more of it. Well, it's only three away from a 70. Oh, yeah, it's true, but still. I don't know. I feel it's like... still up there, but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it should have been a 70 because it's not terrible. Especially now that I figured out that it was the seven deadly sins. Yeah. I, I can't believe I didn't fucking think of it. God damn it. It pisses me off. I was thinking of the four horsemen. I definitely think... um Saw the white horse. That's it. I definitely think that if the movie was ever remade, which... I feel like it might, it should be at one point. I think it will in the future. It should definitely. I, like I think it actually was, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was for a while, but like, I feel like that movie went very underneath. It remade in like the eighties. Yeah. I think it needs an updated for visuals and everything. I know a lot of fucking Vincent Price movies are being remade. I think. I think he played in Witchfinder General. That's being remade. Um. Then I think they're remaking like three other ones by him, or that he starred in that 
they're remaking. I think they should remake all the fucking Lovecraft movies. Oh yeah, that have come out. Because I know they that a lot of them more are more Lovecraft movies. Well, a lot of them are the are the shitty side of do it yourself. Like I fucking totally think that's punk rock and shit of you to do. You know, like I'm awesome with that. Like you oh, yeah. actually set out to try and do that, but you fell short. You know, which is cool because then you got your critiques and now you can work yeah. on perfecting yourself. Don't fucking do it and then come back with more shit. You know, because this is. I like think it's annoying. Oh my God, I hate people who can't take critiques. Well, I mean, it's not like, I feel like they're not even going to pay attention to their critiques and just fucking do another one like they always did, you know, which would piss me off. Oh, yeah. Fuck, stop being lazy and fucking get down to it. If you need to, go old school. Go buy fucking Hershey syrup. Get a fucking black and white camera. Do it that fucking way. You know? Don't fucking, like, spend all your fucking production costs on fucking CGI shit and stuff when you can't pull it off. Oh, yeah. Fuckers. Okay, I'm sorry, I ran. When, it's when, not right. <laughs> one thing, uh, also that I didn't like, there's a lot of, like, weird subplots. On uh, this one? Yeah, like, um, his, like, his wife or whatever. The girl he was gonna marry. Yeah, I was confused by that. They weren't, they went to a weird place with her, like, she died, and then, like, the lord or whatever. Like, I think, whatever sin that was. Like, yeah, like, you're, you're good now, I guess. But yeah, it was the confused. dead didn't need to happen. Like, you could take her out of that movie, be the same, and it just bored me the entire time. Yeah, that one was quick. Like, you, she only showed up, like, six scenes most, and then died. So I wish like, they didn't okay. have, like, I, mean, I get uh, it probably happens in the Poe book, but I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but, like, did Francesca and Prospero actually, like, like each other at the end of the book? I didn't even... Think that There's just like no reason for her to like him at all. Yeah, I thought Pro- the whole book just revolved around Prospero saving like I people, will, I, the rich, and mm-hmm. then fucking death Turning. comes in and basically yeah. sweeps him because he keeps seeing this figure off in the distance oh, throughout yeah. this book, you know, and then or throughout the story, and then fucking at the end he dies because he realizes that, that death was himself or whatever. And then, boom. Like I definitely feel like I didn't even think that Francesca was in the book. But I haven't read it in feel, since eighth Yeah, Prospero's charming. That's just because it's Vincent Price. Yeah, it was Prospero. But not to the point dead. where it's like, oh, you're like, like if I if if I feel like you're about to die, I wouldn't feel that bad. Yeah, I only feel bad because it was Vincent Price. Yeah, like his face just made me feel sad. I'm like, oh, look at the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you totally deserve everything that you're gonna get. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck Prospero. <laughs> yeah. Love Vincent. But then um. But then it's also, like, kind of weird, because, like, how old is this price in this film? I honestly do not know. Does he look pretty old? I'm going to say that he's in his 40s or 50s. Yeah. And that actress looked like she was in her early 20s. That kind of Does it say when he died, if you click on his picture quick? Oh. They give us a fucking little rundown. Or when he was born. 1911. 1911? He was in his 50s. Holy shit. He died, like... Holy shit! Dude, that dude was born in 1911. That's right before the Titanic sank. Yeah, dude. Fucker! He died the same year I was born. Dude, he was born a year before my grandmother. Damn, he was 6'4". That's cool. He's tall. God damn, I wonder if my grandmother... He's a tall him. drink of water. Right? <laughs> but, um... <sighs> Lucky. But I, I guess that's, like, something I always have with problem with movies is that there will be, like, actors who are in their 50s and they're, like... Love interest is like in their twenties and everything. It's like what? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It creeped me out the entire time. Like I think this is. I think it played well with this movie. This movie only based on the fact that it was the Middle Ages. Yeah, like old dudes were getting married to younger chicks all the time. This actress was thirty years younger than Price. Nice. Price is a badass. She has some acting chops. That means. Yeah, there he is in Witchfinder General. What? That's his face for Witchfinder General. Oh. They're remaking it. That's the yeah. fucking story right there. Oh my shit, Stop. dude. We're I'm talking fucking about excited. Red they fuck up that movie. I'm gonna go fucking like on all blogs, dude. All fucking blogs are gonna get some. You no, know, I feel I feel bad about this because uh I mean I'm I don't like that. That for like the, their love thing didn't need to happen. I mean I guess it's uh I guess I'm getting into that again. Where forced love is in a horror film. I don't even know if this is horror. Now I think about it. I was never really scared. It was a drama. It was it was a macabre. Yeah, it with people's fears of religion and shit. Oh yeah, I guess. It was a macabre I think anything, drama. I think anything that falls under suspense, half of sci-fi or thriller or there's one more. Like psychological thriller. drama kind of can play into horror. Oh yeah, Or true. can fall into the category only because it plays with humans' fears and that's what horror always did. Was, like Shutter Island. Like, Yes, it did start out as monster movies like Frankenstein and all that shit. Then created the bigger monster movies, which fell into sci-fi, which would be Godzilla. Yeah. Shit. But, like, it evolved like life does. Yep. You know? Like, horror is hitting Charles Darwin right now, and it's like, oh, we can do it. And I think that pretty soon, horror is going to be, like, right underneath drama one day. Yeah. If directors... And screenwriters stop fucking trying to appeal to edge lords. Oh yeah, but it, it like Hollywood gets off of that shit too. Yeah, Hollywood needs like to stop doing that. Yeah, like directors, fucking learn how to tell them no, and make sure that in your contract you own sole property on that shit. Oh yeah, so you can say quit. Definitely need more. Like after like two, we need more movies like The Witch and It Follows. Yeah, yeah. I don't need a second The Witch. I could use yeah. a different fucking story and a different, like, thing. More IPs. That would, could be cool, you know, that's like it. But, like, yeah. The Witch is good on its own. If anyone tries to make a second one, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm, I'm okay with remakes and reboots of movies. I am, too, to an extent. To an extent, I'm fine with remakes. What do you mean, to an extent? Because half the time, like, they just time? appeal to edgelords. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Time too, like. I mean, I mean are you, do you mean to an extent of like, you're okay with them as long as they're good, or is your? Oh, as long as they're good. Okay. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. I'm okay with remakes. And I don't like try. remakes that only come like ten years after the first. Oh yeah, that's weird. Like fucking Cabin Fever got remade. I was like, why? That was only ninety four. That was in ninety four or two thousand two. Actually, it was in oh, two thousand two, yeah, and it got right. remade in like twenty fourteen. Yeah, that dude from Boy Meets World. Yeah, I was like, are you? fucking kidding me yeah but they remade that i didn't understand that, that is like weird. i was fine with them remaking green inferno but it was stupid as fuck wait that was a remake yeah cannibal holocaust oh i thought it was just like a film in the same vein no it was, it was basically a remake of cannibal holocaust but a shittier done version because italians did it better yeah the thing is like with cannibal holocaust it's more about like how western civilization shouldn't shouldn't be so high and mighty and shit and green inferno Eli Roth's whole shit was like, oh, tell social justice warriors to stop yeah, being offended. stupid. He just, okay, so Cannibal Holocaust was called Cannibal Holocaust, but in other countries it was called the Green Inferno. Well, really? Eli Roth, that was so cool because not many people know about the Green Inferno name that it was fucking 
he took that and thought that it'd be his own. Because he's a little fucking slap boxing bitch. I'll do it. He played the bear. I'll literally the bear Jew. Dude. I'll fucking slap the sure shit out of with him. He was the bear Jew. I don't give a fuck about a bear Jew. <laughs> I'll slap his shit. He's not Jewish, is he? I don't know. Because if he did, I, I couldn't fight him. Because that'd just be bad. But, uh, I don't know, with this film, it's, it's all right. Yeah, I feel, I definitely say watch it if you're like a Poe fan and stuff, if you want to yeah. like, uh, kind of see yeah, the contrasts and comparisons between the two and stuff. But if you're just like a Vincent Price fan, watch it. Mm-hmm. Then you can level it up towards his other movies or however you fucking view movies. I feel like it's a more, That's how I do it. I feel like it's a classier horror film. It is. It is. It's, it's, for, the, it's for the refined. What's, what's cool about it is that it doesn't like I'm fucking not. play on death the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah, like that, a lot of fucking uh, Price's movies didn't play a lot on death, you know, which was cool. Like, if, I guess there was death in it, but it wasn't based on the main character fucking killing everyone, you know? Yeah. Because he yeah, didn't no. kill anyone. He was just a Charlie Manson type, just like, yo, go kill him. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did anybody know? Yeah, I guess this was like one of the first surprise films we watched this month where like good people actually did die. I just realized yeah. that. I think it was the only one too so far. Mm-hmm. What was the one that we watched before Last Man on Earth? Before what? House on Haunted Hill. Okay, yeah, yeah, House on They Hunter died Hill. because they needed to. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. And I guess Last Man on Earth died because he needed to. Yeah, he was the... He was because the he was, even though he didn't see it in his own mind, but they saw him as... A, a, there were no like characters that. that we knew of that died in Last Man on Earth. It was just, like, random yeah. dudes. They were they were considered ghouls. The ghoul, the main fucking thing was ghouls, but then you had the ghoul-slash-humans that were trying to treat themselves, and then you had Vincent Price that was killing the main ghouls, but some of them he didn't realize were the fucking haveys. Yeah. You know, the hybrids, that's what we'll call them. Were the hybrids, not the full ghouls, and then it was killing them, too. Full ghouls. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. It's just a ghoul's night out. I don't have much See more to I say on this. See so. what I did there? Yeah. Miss Fitz. Yeah, dude. You say that. Dude, that's but so badass. I don't have much more to say on this film. Um, just remember, it takes place in an old era. And it's fine to critique that because they were a bunch of assholes back then. Oh, yeah. Peasants didn't get much. Mm-mm. You didn't get much at all. I feel like it's a good. I feel like it's a good um, critique on classism. If you're if you like if you're someone who likes to um, villainize the upper class, this is a good film for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, fuck him. You know, white knuckled tight. You know what I'm saying? Powering burns the chrome. <laughs> Anyways, if you have anything to say in Masquerade Death or any of the other films we watched. Or you want to recommend a film to us, you can email at us at questions oh, at dude, that'd be so cool. dot net. I'm not even kidding. If you got some cool ass fucking foreign films, better than the Japanese ones, like better than uh, Ju On or anything that can pick okay. us out. Yeah, really. Send it. You don't want to watch any Japanese films? No, I'm saying like if edition. they have better like I said that wrong, like if they have anything better than Ju On <laughs> oh, in okay. Japanese culture. Or like around the globe, like Italy. Mexico, Argentina, yeah. you know, like well, I want to send them because more films. I've been searching everywhere. I can't fucking find anything that my shows dad a good like show. had a collection of um, Mexican horror films that I really oh, dude, wish he had. Theirs so. were so good because they did a lot of remakes, like whatever the fucking Universal monsters were doing in the oh, 60s yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. But they made them more like 
They had a little bit more sex appeal, oh, but it added more horror. So Mexico's into all about that sex appeal. Yeah, but they added the contrast of fucking horror <laughs> elements in it. Added so much to it. Like, oh my god. I remember watching a documentary where it was a bunch of fucking like uh, Mexico's uh, horror directors, and they were just like, like listing off of all like their versions of the remakes, you know, of, mm-hmm. in their country. Like some of them were so much better than ours. We can get into that later oh, if, if we ever watch, because I really want to talk about like how Mexico, like Mexico, has, Mexico has probably one of the most. Um, you think America is bad with how much like we use sex to sell? You ever watch Me- yeah. if you ever watch like Univision or me- go to Mexico and see their billboards or anything, they go way over the top with using sex to sell. Like they have a badass. They have like a curvy, voluptuous woman presenting everything. I'm like, Jesus Christ. A lot of their women are curvaceous though. Yeah, but this is badass. <laughs> but I like how their dresses look. Their dresses but- are really fucking nice. But also in Japanese films, we're one. definitely gonna watch the audition soon. Because I want to talk about that. Audition. I'll look it up. Oh, dude. Fuck it. You know, and after this, we'll watch Edition. And what was the other one that you wanted to watch? Why not just watch Edition next? We don't have some movies picked up. Oh, that's right. Let's do it. I yeah. forgot that Vincent Price move thing Month is, is done over with soon, this. you know? Totally it's forgot about up, that. Dude. I'm excited now. Okay, yeah, but you, you can finish. I'm sorry I cut in. Um, uh, sorry I cut in. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, you can also tweet at us at Pretty Punk Network or at our, at our individual tweets handles at sad heart sad, sad art ho sad art ho and you know it took me forever to figure out your name on there sad art ho sad art ho i always read it as one thing together i'm like what the fuck sadardo you Sidardo. know i was like what the fuck <laughs> Sidardo. Yeah. yeah that's what i always thought and then i was like oh i see what he did there sad art i'm ho. at wolf valhalla i like to shit post if you like shit posting yeah, he's shit it's amazing he like literally is fucking amazing. He's the only person I know. Who and likes. I only do it for fun because I get super bored. And people are like, dude, fuck you. You know, I'm like, nah, dude, you can fuck off. Like us on Facebook. Visit prettypunk.net where oh, yeah. we should have more stuff coming up soon. Roll on in the waves. If I learn how to use After Effects. Become a gaggle of geese and fly to us in the north. Yeah. And anything else? Oh, yeah. Share us with friends. That's the only way we'll get more recognition. Rate us on iTunes. We also get get recognition for that. And other than that, I think that's all I have. Yeah, I think so. And that's a big old I love all of you <laughs> ladies and gents. Bye. <laughs>